0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: It's the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live on a stormy Wednesday afternoon. I've been watching the weather services and, uh, uh we're gonna have some pretty heavy stuff here before long. It's heading up from the uh southwest into our area. Uh, it's already come through Dayton and so forth. Um we're right on the we're right on the eastern edge. It's uh traveling from the uh southwest up to the northeast. And uh we here in Columbus. Now those of you uh, west and north of Columbus, you're going to have some pretty heavy stuff. Those actually in Columbus, uh, I don't know. It may skirt, most of the bad stuff may skirt uh, to the west of us. Uh, but the worst of it is going to get here. <laughs> I'm not a meteorologist, but I'm looking at the uh, the uh, radar It looks like it's going to get here in the next 30 minutes to an hour and could last for a couple of hours. And then, again, looking at the radar, it looks like it's going to be pretty much gone. Uh, But there are no watches or warnings yet. Uh, Maybe, but we have not uh, had any watches or warnings issued, at least not that I can find. Um, I'm checking again, National Weather Service, uh, no, nope. So that's good news. Uh, Just keep an eye out. We may have some pretty severe weather uh, here in the next hour or so. Uh, A quick program note, Uh, Joy and I have the wonderful privilege of being at uh, Heritage Free Will Baptist Church this coming Sunday morning for Easter. And uh, I I have the unspeakable privilege of preaching the Easter Sunday morning message at this great church down on the south side of Columbus. Uh, I am very sad on one hand and extremely excited on the other. I'm very sad because the pastor, Tim Stout, who is a great man of God, a wonderful pastor, a dear friend of Joy and I, Uh, Pastor Tim Stout has really been through some health issues. He's been very, very sick, very ill. Uh, He is getting better, but he's still very weak and uh, unable to preach. And it just makes me very sad for him and for the congregation. Listen, for a Bible-believing church, Easter is the Super Bowl, the World Series, the World Cup, uh, all rolled together. And I I know it's breaking Pastor Tim's heart that he will not be able to preach. So I'm very sad uh, on that account. But I can't wait to preach. You know, four pastors, four preachers, as I said, Easter is the Super Bowl, the World Cup, the World Series, the NBA Finals. Um. And in the 23 years since I left the pastorate, I think I have preached on Easter twice. I think twice. I love Easter. Um, so I am just so excited to, to share a message of the resurrection of Christ. Um, joy gave me... An incredible seed thought for a message that I've been developing, and I can't wait to preach it. So first time I've been able to preach on an Easter Sunday for a long time, but I'm sad for the circumstances. But anyway, uh, Joy and I will be at Heritage Free Will Baptist Church. It's on Obetz Road down on the south side of Columbus. Great church, and we're just so privileged and honored to be with them Uh, this coming Sunday morning. This is Easter. And uh, folks, listen. Some people will come to church on Easter Sunday when they will never come at another time. Don't criticize them. Well, they only come to church on Easter. Well, just be thankful that they're there on Easter and take advantage of it. Get them into a church where where they will hear the gospel. Don't complain about it. Don't criticize them. Take advantage of it. And uh, take someone with you um, this coming Sunday. It's Easter. This is our day, folks. Listen, when Jesus came out of that tomb, he had conquered all of our enemies. The greatest enemy we face is death. Jesus conquered death. He conquered sin, death, hell, the grave. He conquered all of it on our behalf. When he cried, it is finished from the cross, it was finished. And if you know anything about Identification with Christ, which is one of the most important theological principles you'll ever learn, is your identity in Christ. In one of the the central verses to teach us that is Galatians 2.20. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. What is he saying? He's saying when Christ died, he died. When Christ was buried, Paul was buried because he was when he accepted Christ, he was put into Christ. When Joy and I do a cross power weekend, one of the most important things that we we talk about is how when we come to Christ and we accept Jesus Christ as Savior, we are taken out of the timeline, the family of Adam. Every human being is born a descendant of Adam. And because of that, we are born with a sinful nature and the condemnation that came with it. That is bare-bones basic theology. Our sinful nature and the results of the fall in the Garden of Eden. Our identity is in Adam, and if we continue in Adam, we will die and be separated from God for eternity, because that's where our identity in Adam ultimately leads. But when we receive Christ as Savior, when we are born again, we are supernaturally, miraculously taken out of Adam and we are put into the timeline, the genealogy of Christ. We are in Christ, and he is in us. It's something we will never fully understand till we get to heaven, but we accept it by faith. And so Paul could say, I am crucified with Christ, because he was in Christ. I, Bob Burney, can say I am crucified with Christ. But he didn't stay on the cross. I know a lot of people, you know, have Jesus on the cross. They have Jesus on the cross on their wall and their car Jesus is not on the cross anymore. Don't keep him on the cross. He came down off the cross. He died. He's not continuing to die. He died. And then he was put in the tomb. He was put in the grave. But he didn't stay there either. And when we are put into Christ, we are crucified with Christ. We are buried with Christ. But he didn't stay in the grave. On that third day, that Sunday morning, he rose victorious and ascended to heaven, is now seated on the right hand of the throne of God. Well, guess what? If I am in Christ in his crucifixion, I am in Christ in his burial, I am in Christ in his resurrection. And I am in Christ, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians. When a person is baptized... They're painting a picture of that whole process. Buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. His death, our death, his burial, our burial, his resurrection, our resurrection, his victory, our victory. That we don't sing it very often anymore, but that's why we sing victory in Jesus. Easter is our day, our time to celebrate not only His resurrection, not only His victory, our victory in Him. That's what makes it such a great, great day. Ah, what a glorious thought. All right, quick break. We'll be back.
0: Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: I haven't gotten very political today. What we were talking about before the break is far, far, far more important than anything going on in the political world. The death, burial, the resurrection of Christ, this is the foundation of everything we believe, everything we live for. Nothing in politics rises to that level. But I, I just came across something, and I've, I've got to make a comment, all right? Uh I I have made it very clear. I do not have blind loyalty to anyone but Jesus. He's the only one, and especially no politician. And I mean no politician. It troubles me deeply when I see people who have absolute blind loyalty to any politician. No matter what the politician does, it can't be wrong because he did it or she did it or or whatever. There are people who have that attitude towards President Biden. He can't do wrong. He can't do wrong. He can walk on water. He can't do wrong because he's Joe Biden and he's their political messiah. I think that's disgusting. But let me tell you something. There are probably more people who have that attitude towards Donald Trump than Joe Biden. There you go again. You're criticizing Donald Trump. No, I'm not. I haven't said a thing criticizing Donald Trump today. Nothing. I think he's getting a terribly raw deal on this whole indictment thing. I think it's going to be thrown out. I think it is a witch hunt. I think it's terrible. I think it's wrong. I think it's unconstitutional. I think it's un-American. I just want to make that clear, okay? But I am deeply troubled by people who have blind, almost messianic loyalty to Donald Trump or anybody else for that matter. What brought that up? A... um, a Republican representative, I'm not even going to mention her name, uh, she is far, far, far right. There are whacked-out liberal leftists in the Democrat Party. There um, are whacked-out crazy right-wing extremists that are Republicans as well. Okay? Um, and... Uh, Well, let me just read the quote. This is from a well-known Republican female elected representative. She said this, Gosh, think about this. President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus. Jesus was arrested and murdered by the Roman government. There have been many people throughout history that have been arrested and persecuted by radical, corrupt governments in its beginning today in New York City. Okay. Stop. Do not ever put Donald Trump and Jesus in the same sentence as far as any comparison. You may want to contrast, but not compare. You don't compare the unjust, and I think it was an unjust arrest, you don't compare the unjust arrest of a politician, I don't care who it is, with the creator God of the universe who condescended and came to this earth and voluntarily gave his life up for the sin of mankind because he loved us. Do not ever put Jesus and Donald Trump in the same category. Don't ever do that. I don't care how much good Donald Trump did, and he did a lot of good. He's not Jesus. He's not a Messiah. He is not perfect. He is not flawless. He is not sinless. And he will not save America. I hope either he or someone like him will be our next president. But no politician is worthy of that kind of praise and adoration. No politician. No one. And so while I supported Donald Trump as often as I possibly could, He never earned blind loyalty. Never. And he never will. And neither will any other politician. Let me warn you folks. Do not confuse the real needs of America with political solutions. And don't ever Grant to a politician blind obedience or blind unconditional loyalty. No one, no one, please.